Welcome to the Wellness Phenoms, a podcast about the joys and struggles of life. The show will hit on topics such as mental health, fitness, finances, and spirituality. We are your hosts, Logan and Josh, two friends sharing our experiences with the world in an effort to help others. We are by no means experts, just highly passionate about these topics and eager to challenge ourselves and those around us. Hey, Phenoms, welcome back. Today is episode 40, Be the Bigger Person. To learn more about us in the show, check us out at www.wellnessphenoms.com. And while you're there, check out our Patreon program where you can make a pledge to support the show financially. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Wellness Phenoms. So this episode, we're going to be kind of talking about, um, you know, obviously being the bigger person, but I think that, you know, it really in life, I think that we are often posed situations where I think like our composure and stuff is tested, um, quite frequently, really. Um, I think, you know, maybe some people more than others, um, and, you know, various times in our lives. And I think a lot of that can probably depend on, you know, work situations or, um, social circles, things like that, or, you know, family dynamics, whatever. Um, but I think when we're posed those situations, um, maintaining our composure and our temperament is very impactful, not only on how we are viewed as a person, but, um, really on the outcomes that we might experience as well along with it. Um, and I think that ultimately like when situations, um, arise that were tested, I guess, um, with our composure, um, it's really beneficial to just try and big, be the bigger person overall. Yeah. I think there's a lot of benefits to, to being the bigger person and, and kind of, you know, having somewhat le- some level of control of yourself in these situations. Um, you know, just listen to Logan kind of in- introduce the topic. I was thinking, you know, just the, the health benefits of not engaging in that activity because, you know, when you, when you do kind of join in, in that, uh, maybe aggressive interaction, you don't just, you know, interact with it there. I think you also take some of that with you when you, when you leave. So, um, you know, being able to kind of control those emotions as you go through. Yeah, I, I agree, though. I I'm, I feel like when we become that person, I think that stuff really kind of follows us. And um, I mean, we'll kind of talk about some of this a little later, but but I think that that we let a, let ourselves kind of become consumed by that stuff. And I, I really, truly believe that um, rarely, if ever, Um, you know, becoming angry or heated in a situation like that, is it ever beneficial? It's, it's just really not. Um, and I think that it's super easy to be tempted to fall into those situations though. Um, it's almost like that, you know, you're, you're interacting with somebody and if it turns to that more of aggressive nature of communication, I think, you know, part of the, the negatives of, of going to that um, anger or heated uh, type of communication is you lose a lot of the communication that you're trying to get across because, um, you know, it puts the person or puts yourself in a defensive mode. And I think that's why it's so easy to, to kind of get sucked into those um, environments is that 
you know, you might be just having a conversation and then it gets into this heated version and, and, um, you know, it's almost like that fight or flight, uh, part of your brain kicks in and it's like, well, well, you're not going to talk to me that way, you know? And then you just jump right in and and lose track of where you are. Yeah. Well, it's like, who are you? Right. Mm -hmm. Why, why would you talk to me that way? And then instantly we like snap and we move right into that like angry mindset Mm -hmm. almost. But I think sometimes it's even more than that too. Like sometimes things aren't even heated or maybe sometimes somebody's not even talking to us in that capacity. Right. And I think sometimes like maybe, maybe I'm trying to explain something to Josh here or something. And, um, like he's just not maybe picking it up or something like that. Um, for example, like sometimes people in those situations, they, they have this need to feel heard. Right. Like, and, and in a situation like that, maybe Josh just isn't quite getting it. So, so maybe I'm not feeling like I'm being heard or like that he's actually listening, listening to me, which might not be the case at all. Yeah. But, but ultimately we're in a situation where whatever it is I'm trying to get across isn't getting across the communications ineffective at this point. And then I think that people kind of step into that mode where maybe they start responding or communicating or reacting poorly, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It um, kind of like builds that frustration and stress. Um, yeah. If you're trying and trying and trying and the person's just not getting it, it kind of, you know, can cause ag- agitation. Right. But then when we get there, you know, whoever's doing that, whether it's us or the other person, you know, I think the one thing that we always have control of is as ourself mm-hmm. really is that moment to kind of like pause and like choose how we're going to react. And so we're going to talk a lot about some of that stuff, but um, you know, it's just some stuff that I think is important to point out, you know, because um, there's, there's so many various situations that things could occur. Um, it might be us starting it. It might be somebody else. And regardless, like how that comes about, we're still the ones that are in control of ourselves. And so I think that, you know, when we start talking about some of this stuff though, it historically is more likely that if you've been kind of that person, I think in the past to overreact or blow up in situations or become angry when communicating with other people that we're more and more prone to do that in the future. Yeah. I think too, but you know, you gotta look at it maybe how you were raised, uh, the places you work and the environments you're in. Um, you know, I think that can play a, a big role into how you kind of interact in your everyday life too. I know that, um, you know, in high school and college and stuff, I was in sports and a lot of coaches and, and environments like that. I think there is heated communication. Um, and I also noticed it working in like construction, um, and I think there's definitely industries and areas that not to say it's the best way to communicate, but I think that it kind of breeds that, um, way of communicating and, and kind of builds a habit in people. Right. I think, um, being aware of those situations too, not only if you're just quick to being hot headed, but, um, if you kind of interact in an environment like that, where you're in a situation where that kind of communication happens a lot, just being aware can help, um, begin to mitigate it. Yeah. 
Well, and I think that's a huge thing to like really actually look at and self-evaluate yourself too. Um, as, as we talk about some of this stuff and, and maybe as you start to assess like, Hey, <laughs> am I usually the bigger person in situations or not? Or how does that go? Because I think ultimately that, you know, when we start talking about being the bigger person, I think a lot of people are already very even keeled, you know, it's, mm. you know, a like Josh was saying, like kind of how we're raised, how we grew up, what situations we've been presented with and how we've dealt with them and how we've seen other people deal with them over the course of time. But, but ultimately if, if we are, you know, in a space where maybe we have some room to grow and to be a bigger person in these situations, um, we really kind of have to back off and like train ourselves how to react in more stressful situations. And then we have to turn around and practice those things. Yeah. And actually, you know, make sure that we're kind of like working toward mastering them. Cause especially if you're hot headed all the time or have a pretty, pretty high temper, um, and quick to anger, um, you're probably going to have to put a lot more effort and practice into it. Yeah. I think, um, <clears throat> definitely practicing and being mindful of it is, is key. Even if you do fairly well in these situations of, of, you know, staying even keeled and, and communicating, there's always going to be the time where, you know, you're a little more agitated that day or haven't slept as much or whatever it might be that's going to add to that situation and put you in a situation where you could lose the ability to be um, that bigger person if you don't really train your subconscious to kind of have a little break in between. Yeah. Well, and I think that, you know, obviously anybody can succumb to that. Like even the most even keeled level-headed person can still do that. And in some work environments or personal environments, people might want to try and kind of poke the bear, mm -hmm. if you will, and make you become, you know, that person that just fires back. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've seen it so many times where people really just try and kind of poke and prod until they get you to be that person that you don't maybe want to be. Mm -hmm. Um, but one of those, and I think we can kind of all agree, <laughs> is, um, you know, we never want to be that, you know, like, quote, unquote, Karen, right? We see all these videos nowadays popping up on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, all, you know, TikTok of all the, you know, quote, unquote, Karens. And I say, quote, unquote, because I'm not trying to disrespect anybody with the name Karen. I don't mm -hmm. know why that name was chosen, but it was. And that's kind of what has... Uh, taken off and spread like wildfire. But I think we all know the videos. I mean, there's tons of them out there. They seem like they're popping up more and more all the time with these people now, especially in this day and age too, where everything is recorded. But I mean, none of us want to be that person, you know? And I think that, you know, every time I see one of those videos, it really more ingrains in me, my own desire to be the bigger person because I, I see these videos and it's like, not only is it disheartening, but it's just, it's, it's almost aggravating to see an adult acting that way, yeah. you know? And, and I think that like these videos are a great example of why it's good to try and be the bigger person because I don't think any of us wants to look that way, you know? And especially wind up on TikTok or whatever with a video of us acting that way. I mean, it's just the thought of that is unreal, but there's so many people that do it. And 
I, I really truly think that, you know, getting angry, overreacting, being a know-it-all or being condescending, um, it's, it's not going to cater to our desired outcome. I don't, yeah. it just doesn't do any good for you as a person to act that way. Yeah. I feel like, you know, in the, those situations, watching those videos and seeing people kind of lose their cool, um, you know, I kind of look at the old school, you know, all you have is your honor in life and, and how you handle and carry yourself. And I think that, you know, it's not to say people won't make mistakes and have bad days, but, um, kind of showing that lack of emotional intelligence and, and self-control, I think in the long run can hurt you. And, you know, all it takes is one time to burn a relationship or burn an opportunity business wise or, um, something like that. And, you know, you never know who the person is or, or who this person could know or, um, and really, um, <clears throat> you know, like going back to the videos a little bit, watching people kind of lose their cool like that. I always tend to lean on the side of what's this person going, have going on in their life that's making them act that way. Cause a reasonable person isn't going to act like that. Right. I mean, right. most people will be able to communicate their disdain or their concern or whatever it is in the moment rationally. Um, so I think in my experience of hardships and, and stressful points in my life, I think that, you know, I've learned in my own, you know, journey to be the bigger person to, to try and just take a second and think what's the reason for this instead of, um, maybe jumping into their level and trying to like match them where they are. Yeah. Well, and I, you're right though, Josh, like some of that stuff, like we look at these videos, right. And they're kind of the extreme yeah. side of what, what we're talking about here, because a lot of what we're talking about is doesn't even rise to that level. I mean, it could just be a simple exchange with, you know, a customer service rep, an employee, a coworker, uh, relationships, whatever. Right. And, and how we react to, to things that people say or whatever tone they might use with us or whatever. But these videos, these like quote unquote Karen videos or any other extreme videos you've seen, they are just that they're very extreme. And, and you're right. We don't know what they're going through. You know, they could be having some sort of mental health crisis or they could be grieving the loss of somebody and they're just not handling it well, or they just had like the worst day of their life. You know, Mm -hmm. we, we have no idea what causes them, but I think that's where it comes in and, and is important is what you said is we got to stop and think, right? I think we, we need to kind of, anytime we go to, if we're getting frustrated and we can feel that within ourselves first, I think we need to acknowledge that, right? And, and see that within ourselves. But when we notice that and we observe that, we need to just pause, right? You do not have to answer things immediately. Like you can take a brief second to think about stuff before we react and respond to something. And I think that's a huge part of this is, is really kind of just taking that moment, take a deep breath, <laughs> think, mm-hmm. and I mean, really just kind of look at what, what is the outcome that we want from this? And I think some of those things, like it, it takes time, it takes a good amount of time to really hone in those skills because it is a skill to be able to pause and, and process and kind of respond afterwards. I think, um, you know, me and Logan have spent time in first responding, which I think is another arena that can really help you grow this skill. Um, 
there's many others, but, um, you know, being in those environments that are heated or high stress and, and things like that, being able to stay calm a lot of times can help, um, bring the other person down or, or, you know, take a little off that, that situation. So I think having that mindfulness and, and thought forwardness as you go throughout your day to know that, you know, something's going to come at me and, and, uh, kind of pre-planning on how, how I'm going to stop myself, take a breath and then respond. Yeah. Yeah. It makes a huge difference. And I think that like overall, when we, when we talk about being the bigger person, right, it's like, we're talking about being kind, courteous, patient, and respectful. Those things can go a long way. Right. And, and really just being able to respond in a level headed, realistic manner and just being kind of even keeled with people and, not overreacting. Um, and this isn't to say that we should really like let people walk all over us. Right. That's not yeah. it at all. Um, cause I think that in those situations, there are, uh, very tactful ways to approach those situations. But, um, you know, I think, um, like take customer service, for example, right. You're in a store, um, maybe with a sales rep, something like that. Um, I mean, being disrespectful, childish or angry, it really, um, I think leads us to not getting the service that we want, you know, anytime that we're, we're dealing with another person and trying to communicate, um, and we start acting that way, it, it kind of gets the opposite thing from what we want. And excuse me. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of times it you can turn people off and not make them not want to help you or not want to work as hard to solve your problem. Um, it's the old, you know, get more with sugar than salt, I think. Um, and not to say you should do it because you want to get something out of someone, but right. But just being able to have that, um, common understanding, I think especially like the, the customer service example is great because I think a lot of times when we do interact with customer service people, you know, what's the situation that you're trying to solve? Is it that person's problem or is that person trying to help you? And they're just kind of the brunt of your frustration. Um, and, and kind of finding ways to, I think, think through instances that you get into with people where the communication is not well. Um, and really looking into what is, you know, is this something that really matters or doesn't matter? How important is it that I get this solved right away? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, like for me specifically, I worked in customer service for many years, right? And um, I've experienced numerous people, I mean numerous people that chose to act inappropriately to say the least. I mean, and um, try and get things by acting that way. And I don't think I ever once sought pan out in in a good way. I mean, even if they ultimately got what what it is they came in for. Usually it's because someone first had to go through usually the customer service rep or a, a manager or something and deescalate the situation and get the person that was acting childish to not act childish. And then once we're in that state, then we kind of proceed forward. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, but it's, I, I've seen it time and time again, you know, and a lot of times it, it is, it's the communication factor, somebody not understanding something or somebody wants something that's not realistic, which I think is another big thing is that we have to have realistic expectations. And 
um, you know, things change too. Like, you know, working in customer service, I'd see a lot of times where somebody would come in and expect something that they got years ago. And, you know, maybe nowadays that's not a thing anymore. Yeah, um, I think, I mean, a lot of those situations in like adapting, but I think, you know, the, the concern too with being the bigger person or not being the bigger person is, you know, it's two-sided, right? You could be on the side of the person getting the aggression or you could be the one giving the aggression. Um, and I think that, you know, the, the biggest thing is when we reach that level of frustration or anger or stress that, you know, our whole physio- physiological components of our body change. I mean, your heart rate goes up, your thinking is not as clear. You're, you know, and a lot of times, you know, I worked in customer service too, and you get people that are mad and that you don't even know what the, what the problem is because they can't even communicate effectively what they want, which how am I supposed to help you if I don't even know what's wrong? Yep. Um, and I think, you know, and this ties into all kinds of things. It could be anywhere in your life. If you're at the store, if you're at kids sporting event. Um, I mean, there's tons of areas that people get heated and emotional, over what's going on or what they don't like. And I think that, um, you know, being able to keep your mind about you some way can really help you even kind of discern what the person is so mad about or on the other end, communicate what it is that you're frustrated about. Yeah. Well, that physiological stuff is, is huge, right? Mm -hmm. Because like, like the situation that you were just kind of describing too, is like, like, that customer service moment, like say a customer service rep's sitting there and somebody comes in huffing and puffing, like literally having the hardest time ever trying to even explain, but they're so angry. Like you were saying, they can't even, and instantly, like I remember those moments as, as a customer service rep, my physiological stuff would just kind of go off the charts. Yeah. Cause I, I'm like, I'm instantly frustrated because this person's clearly angry. I'm here to help them. I'm now the one that needs to help them because I'm the one (laughs) in the moment. Right. But like, but I don't even know what's going on yet. So that like, it's, it's like everybody's anxiety just kind of goes through the roof. And, and that's where a being the bigger person is very helpful because somebody's going to have to come in and mediate that situation. Right. Mm -hmm. Or keep it mediated and, and even keeled. And so I think that when we're presented with situations like that, though, we have to look right. Hey, what is the situation? What's, what's going on? Right. And then what's the desired outcome after we figure all that out. Um, and I think that when we're doing that too, that we need to really kind of peer into this and look from all different angles and, actually really assess the situation, what's going on and, and what that outcome needs to be or should be, you know? And I think that's the biggest breakdown, I think, in, in communication, in, in anything, any situation is that a lot of times, you know, you're communicating with somebody and you're trying to get your point across or trying to get their point across, but not, we don't often, you know, kind of pull ourselves out of the conversation and survey everything from afar on, you know, what it, if it's getting lost in translation, what is it? Um, and then also I think having an ability to rationalize with the other person's point and, um, almost in a way empathize with what their concerns are, what, what they're looking to get out of the situation can help. Um, in the overall, I think communication 
you and them be the b- bigger person because there's nothing to say it can't be two people being the bigger person. Exactly. Um, it's just finding a way to to better kind of process what they're giving you and what you're giving them, and then um, you know finding the finer points. Yeah. No, I I totally agree, and and I think that a lot of it though is once you've kind of assessed that entire situation, really is just kind of like stopping, right? And and taking a look at everything and okay, now we got it, right? So let's just like pause, breathe, think before we re- actually respond and do so in a way that's going to be beneficial to everybody. Like not only yourself, but you know, the person you're working with or talking to or whatever it might be. And beyond that though, even the people that are maybe the third party witnesses to this too, right? Because like we talked about earlier, you know, like if we start acting in a childish manner, responding, we never know really who's standing there watching us and how that might make us look as people and how those people are probably going to remember us. Because, you know, when you start acting that way too, I think that a lot of times that really that, that taste sticks with people. You know, yeah, I think too. You know, talking about thinking before you respond. You know, there's nothing to say that every every interaction needs a response. I think there's times that you know I've been in conversations and and able to think through how I'm going to respond. And um, you know, I think by doing that, people will realize that maybe you'll change your response midway through their, what they're telling you, or um, maybe make an adjustment to you know, ensure that you do stay true to yourself and, and your values. But also, um, I think as you practice this and, and grow your emotional intelligence and ability to control your emotions and, and you know, present, I would say, what needs to be presented in the conversation more than, than maybe an opinion, um, it just gets easier. And I think that you can avoid a lot of miscommunication by, by taking that step and really thinking before you kind of just fire back. Yeah. And I think another good thing too, is just really trying to stay positive through these interactions. And I mean, listen, things are not always going to go perfect, right? Like, you know, that this is not how life works, right? Like not everything is going to be this just awesome, shiny, perfect little bundle of joy. Right. Yeah. Like, sometimes we're going to have those situations where, you know, we are posed with a stressful situation. We do have to try and be the bigger person, but, but ultimately like we know that we can't help this person with whatever this specific thing is. And, um, you know, they might have to leave angry, you know? Um, but possibly too, we can look at like we know that that might be the possible outcome. So we can look at trying to like alleviate that stuff if we can, Um, but being straightforward, but again, being that bigger person, being calm, courteous, polite, whatever, right. All of those things, um, it might alleviate a lot of, you know, how that person's going to walk away. Yeah. And I think, you know, the biggest thing too, in these communications and interactions is knowing that you control um, the energy that you put out and the energy you take in. So, you know, a lot of times if it is a heated, you know, top end example of a Karen and, you know, you're able to 
kind of mitigate your negativity in the situation and, and stay calm, a lot of times you'll see that people will match you and they'll realize that I'm screaming and hollering for no reason. Why am I screaming and hollering? Whether they say that or they just subconsciously realize that, um, it can sometimes bring it down to another level. But if you can allow yourself to just avoid the negativity, um, stay calm in the in the face of the aggression and, uh, you know, really keep that positive energy or what, you know, even a, maybe not positive, but just medium level, not happy, not mad. Um, it can help you, I think in the long run, kind of avoid taking on some of that extra baggage and, and, and extra stress that, uh, you know, I think a lot of times we don't notice that we take on in those situations, but that can really lead to, you know, derailing your whole day potentially. Yeah. I know when I, I worked in customer service, um, it would often happen where you would get somebody that was just awful just to say the least. And, and one thing was for certain, regardless of how you ended up reacting, it was very easy at the end of it to let that affect your day, to mm-hmm. let it bring your day down. And, you know, and that's something it's easier said than done, but to really try and be aware of, to not let that stuff you know, suck every ounce of energy within you, you know, and, um, you know, I think that's one of the biggest things you can do for yourself because, you know, environments like that where you're having to deal with other people all the time, day in and day out, um, it can be very draining, um, just emotionally. Right. And, and then when you're dealing with, you know, maybe some of your more extreme cases, it can be even harder yet. And, you know, I think that's one of the biggest things to kind of keep in mind is, is like Josh said, you can only control what energy you're putting out and what you're taking in. And so it's something that's really good to try and kind of keep a, keep a good hold on and, and make sure that you're being cognizant and aware of, of that and how, how those situations are affecting you. Yep. I think that's it. That's perfect. Um, well, it's time for the afterthought where we leave you with quotes, challenges, and other thoughtful moments. Um, we have a couple quotes for you today. The first one is by Jay Shetty, and it is never stop being a good person because of bad people. And, and the was, se- second quote that we have is, how people treat you is their karma. How you react is yours. And that's by Wayne Dyer. Don't forget to check out our website at www.wellnessphenoms.com. And follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Wellness Phenoms. Go subscribe to make sure you don't miss out on any new episodes. And you can also drop a review on the Apple Podcast app. Alrighty, Phenoms. Until next time, enjoy the journey and stay well.